0: Fans, happy new year. This is Lance, and I'm coming to let you know that we've got some bonus content for you. I put together some of my favorite philosophical and Captain's Ready Room segments from 2019, and I hope you enjoy listening to them again. Enjoy your vacation, and we'll be back with more content soon. Bye. Special caps, uh, edition of the Captain's Ready Room where we will be doing our philosophical segment. Mm, I'm <laughs> First is. Officer Bill. Sure. I guess I've been science officer, Lance. Sounds good, guys. So let's
1: talk about um, a very timely topic. How do we compromise? You well, know, we've got the government shutdown going on. We've got the left, the right, and everybody's dug in pretty deep here. we got to compromise. and we? Uh, And obviously this is very relatable with your own personal life. Everybody has to compromise in their relationship or whatnot at mm-hmm. some point. So I guess the question is, how do we compromise? When do we compromise? And when can we not compromise? Is it better to you know, not accept any of the bad? Should we accept only the stuff that we need? The good, the evil, so he, the so pluses and the minuses? How much can we tolerate here, that he, whole spectrum
0: of things, right? Here's how I want to frame the initial discussion. All right. Um, a couple episodes back, uh, I said that I was against compromise. And then Johnny was like, well, what relationships? And I was like, okay, good, fair point. Mm. <laughs> because i think in friendships or whatever you, you your friends and people you associate with are probably not going to ask you to do anything too crazy. So um my question to the show is when somebody's kind of asking you to do something crazy. Okay. Um the how i want to frame it is is it which is which is better? Is 0% good and 0% evil uh the same Okay, so like you have a baseline or whatever. You just continue along the baseline. That's 0% good, 0% evil. It's a it's, it's baseline. It's what you accept. Okay. Okay, so from where you are, somebody offers you a compromise about. They want to do something, mm-hmm. but there's something that you consider bad. Mm hmm. Uh, let's, let's call it evil for the sake of argument. It's not just bad, it's, it's, it's really bad. Okay, they want you to murder a child. Um,. Well, let's not specify. Okay, but they want you to do something that is, and honest. then we
2: compromise and say, "I'll do a teenager." <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, maybe that's about where, where I draw I'm, a line.
0: Fifteen and up. Okay, fifteen and up. Okay, so okay. is is it justifiable to do something to to allow ten percent evil to happen as if you get ten percent good on on the other end? Oh yeah. Okay. Is that the, that equals out to zero mathematically? But is that as good? Exactly as good? As you're staying on your baseline,
2: yeah, so that kind of goes almost to like a utilitarian philosophical view on the world point on the
0: your world view right mm-hmm. yeah. but it's a compromise this person wants their ten percent evil thing yeah. so do you to offset it it doesn't actually offset the ten percent more evil being added to the world to get ten percent good at it um,
2: well, I mean, I guess you could you can frame the the situation uh a couple different ways and probably come up with a couple different answers right. So I am I th- think that we're fans of The 100 that was a show or at least I was like last year. Right? Everybody like, says it's good. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So and on the show uh they're flying in the space station and the earth's too radioactive to live on, right? They have a the oh, population in like the near future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the the near future. Uh and so in the space station it only it has a very limited number of resources. After a generation or two, the population has grown and so what they have to do is they almost have to kill people so that their space station is, you know, it doesn't have, it has enough resources for everybody. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, you can say, well, it's an evil thing for them to have to kill people. Uh, That's evil, but they have to do it if everybody else is going to live. Then does that, does it still make it, I mean, if, you know, killing or murder is evil, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't think that's exactly what I'm getting at. It's it's more like, (laughs) Um, Are you looking for a certain okay, answer, as opposed to like needing it to survive? <laughs> yeah. Okay, because survival is one thing, but it's more like okay, you have to. Uh, here's 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 okay. So if okay if there's a hundred people on the space station, yep, and you need to kill and and ten need to die for people for the ninety to survive. Okay, is it worth killing eleven so you can eat a little bit more, or you can have nicer accommodations? Like i saying, so it's one it's percent more evil for. One percent more good, and I and, and I so my so I let it be known. My contention is that I I, I think that that ten percent more evil and ten percent more good is worse than baseline, where it's zero percent evil, zero percent good. Even though it mathematically evens out or whatever, I think that adding the extra evil into the world is not worth doing, and I reject that compromise.
2: Well, I mean, I think that's that's all subjective, you know.
0: Well, yes, in my mind, I, and it's probably uh, situation dependent, but. If I'm going to make a blanket statement, I will say that the blanket statement, 10% more evil and 10% more good is worse than zero, than
2: yeah, but, equilibrium. But, you know, let's say let's say we're coming up with our numbers, right, and we're saying so someone has to say, well, we this thing can only sustain 90 people. And then I look at the numbers and I say, no, you know, for us to have the things we need, it can only sustain 89 people. Right? And so then it's not, you know, then I have my baseline is saying, you know, I'm not looking. I'm not saying, "Hey, I need that little extra bit of goodness." I'm saying, "I need to survive." And there's only eighty nine people. Eighty nine people that this station can support. This
0: isn't a survival thing. No, yeah. I, I don't because I, I don't want it to be a thing you have to do. No, to I'm survive. just trying to
2: say that that level of you know that ten percent. So you say kill ten people. You say, but it's the extra evil thing is to kill eleven people. But I think in uh, baselining it, you know what our needs are, is kind of the is is all subjective right
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, okay but so but in in the hypothetical you survive after you can t- the 90 survive after you kill the 10 yeah and the only reason that you would kill the 11 is to have a little bit extra to give to the 89 and i say that that you shouldn't do that
2: okay all right. well yeah i mean i guess anyone would say that right
0: i don't know <laughs> maybe a greedy 89er well i mean i guess it depends on if it's pretty good you know <laughs> pretty good stuff i get from that last guy yeah, yeah. So, nobody likes him either he, he's a real downer he talks about the uh, bad news also <laughs> well so
2: i mean it, it sounds like there's a specific situation like i'm kind of coming up with you know kind of a throwaway situation but there's a specific situation where you you see that in the real world and then you're like how
0: you know it, it, okay, so it, it's clearly The the government shutdown thing It's like, Trump wants a wall And he's willing to give some concessions On the immigration or whatever Some small concessions on immigration Okay, so it's like, you get a little bit of one thing You get a little bit of another thing To my eye, I think that a wall is reprehensible the, Or giving in to the concept of the wall As it's been framed by him And other uh, pundits Is reprehensible as it stands now okay. so I don't think that it is a net Neutral thing to give to, to to construct that and also get something else, I think it, it would be better to stay the course as it is right now rather than to compromise in that particular way
1: uh I have an interesting point perhaps here, so i've been listening to you two talk about this uh concept of evil and what's uh, what's what should be allowable right so I, I think of going back to the space station with a hundred people on it um The problem is, let's say in this hypothetical scenario, we can't know for sure the facts, okay? There's data, right? And on the one camp, Lance's camp, he reads the data as saying, hey, we only have to kill 10 people, and then 90 will survive. But Bo's analysis of the data shows us, no, no, we got to kill 11 people to keep the 89 going. So it's not a matter of Bo killing an extra person to get more goodness, In his analysis, he just says, no, no, 11 is what it takes to to do this right. It's a different question, now. No, no, I think it's the same in the sense that people who see the wall as representing something um, horrible is analyzing the data, drawing to the conclusion that, hey, this wall represents something horrible. We cannot give in to that evil. Other people have analyzed the situation and said, this wall is part of border protection. And it's a symbol of love. (laughs) <laughs> i do not going to go that far but <laughs> So there's others Maybe that, that analyze it that Get way the <laughs> So they don't see it as evil They see it as a necessary Piece of the solution
0: And there's yeah. also a third group That sees the wall as evil Or that sees it as The monument to bigotry That it has been sold to us as yeah, That and is a the, good thing I think that's the first group Right well, Johnny doesn't make room for those people. He says, "Oh it, no, yeah, he says you're if, right." He you're says right. That you either think room. it's a bad thing or you right. think it's a good thing that's going to protect the country. Sure. And I'm like, there are some people that think right. it, it is that don't think it's going to be all that effective, but think that it is a means of sending the message to right. n- it, Latino people. No, but, that you're not welcome. Uh, but I
1: think therein lies the comp- the complicating factor, which is there's probably more than three camps. There's like a hundred different camps, of a hundred different ways of analyzing well, this very, yeah. very complex situation. In, in this varying term- degrees of evil, some see it as hundred percent evil, some see it as ten percent, and that probably goes back to your original question, Lance: How much evil can people put up with? But it's it's in the analysis of the data what you draw from it.
0: Mm, I don't I don't think it's all that subjective. I think it's much less subjective than you think. I think there is a knowable no. answer about whether or not. It is a monument to bigotry and I think that it is well so you can you, know that it's not a thing that you just have to it, leave to, uh, to, to interpretation
2: I right, so I'm, I'm, I you know we get to these these kind of topics and I try to think okay so the original topic is compromise right and how can we anesthetize the idea of compromise in such a and talk about it in terms that we can, um we kind of play around with it a little bit like blocks or something like that instead mm-hmm. of you know having a human face on the kind of thing
0: Wait, well I, I was trying to keep it generic you know and you asked what what sparked yeah. the idea and it was the well cuz cause, cause i didn't know if
2: the so i came up with the situation of 100 people in a space station mm-hmm. i didn't know if that was the same type of compromise as you know you know i'm talking to i'm hanging out with my wife and i'm like hey let's go eat here and she's like I don't want it. Like, well, how about let's go to this restaurant? She's like, I don't know if I want that restaurant. And and then I have to kind of suss out what restaurant does she want to eat at. Yeah, but that's not. It's, it's the sp- one she originally mentioned
1: at the very beginning. You weren't listening.
0: but neither. But in in the restaurant selection uh, quandary, that doesn't introduce more evil or good into the world. It's a. Thing. Well, that's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you eat at Papa John's, <laughs> yeah,
2: there's too many topless restaurants already. Right. <laughs> uh, so I didn't know if, if my situation of the hundred people in the in the space station was
1: apt for the compromise discussion. So, in my opinion, I think your um, uh, hypothetical situation in the bow is, is right on point. No, no. I think okay. I think we no initi- death. I, I think we initially framed this conversation incorrectly, which was we're not talking about compromise, <laughs> we're talking about the allowance of um, maybe the allowance of compromise, or the allowance of certain uh, differing morals or different perspectives of things. Yeah, so
0: I think, I, 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 no, I think it's, we're it's compromise. Okay, so another thing that well, been well wait, be- wait, wait,
2: wait, no, compromise would be something. Well, I guess, so like you say, um, I want to uh, go to uh, what is it called? I want to go skiing this year for our va- our vacation, and then someone says, no, I want to go scuba diving for a vacation. Okay, that's two people that want two different things, and so they have to f- – either one has to capitulate or they have to
0: find a compromising – But neither person right? views the uh, the opposite – As evil. As evil. Yeah. Right. Or, or, but is not as even morally right? bad Yeah, but, but that's not what I'm talking about, though. The, right. I framed it specifically because right. I, this is what I want to understand is, is it worthwhile to introduce something that you personally think is a bad thing to mm-hmm. – into the world in exchange for something you think is a good thing
2: yeah but but i think that in itself so you talk about like the the framing of a question right uh i think the person that introduces something doesn't see
0: it as evil i think that's kind of okay so me and you mean you okay so the, another thing that for, if, for example another thing that this has been bugging me about whether or not i agree with it is like the crime bill from the 90s um it was a Democrat president and a Republican Congress, they came together and agreed on some stuff. And I and I look back on that 20 years later and say that it caused a lot of incarceration. It uh, had drug disparities. It had a lot of bad things. Yeah. But then there was also like some good funding or whatever, and it's probably some good things that happened. And okay. I say to myself, there was a lot of bad stuff that happened with that, and then a couple of good things that happened with that. And I say to myself, I, looking back at it, don't think that they should have made that deal that introduced both evil and good into the world. Yeah,
2: but how do you know they knew that that's what they were going to do? Like, those people probably didn't go in and be like, you know, I I don't, you know, obviously you don't know. that. There's probably some people that were like, yeah, good. But I think that most people, if you were to ask them, hey, do you want to incarcerate uh, a lot of people uh, based off of race? You know, these policies that you support are going to do that. They'd be
1: like, yes. Be, well, they wouldn't be like yes, <laughs> yes they would. No, no. So, so those people so. are evil. That those people, I don't want to talk about because they're just evil.
0: But you're, you're okay. But you can't. Right. No, those are. The, that is much more people than you think. And it I, think, probably, I I, it I don't is. disagree with that. But yeah. I think
1: from a more interesting conversational standpoint, talking about those people are not interesting. They're just evil. They're going to do the wrong thing. I don't yeah. care but, about those but people. But but you are in a situation where but you are you forced t- t- to, to yeah.
0: negotiate uh, legislation with them. And so, do you either do nothing? or do, do you do something that okay, do nothing then then your answer is that you right. would rather keep baseline zero zero yeah, rather than get some good of course no I don't know cause no no that, that's
1: for sure in, big, big in the context people? of evil yes for sure I'm not going to compromise on evil stuff with people and that's why I don't think compromise is right where it's more like tolerance am I going to tolerate evil no I think that's a better way of phrasing the question. The way that you're
2: everybody talking about it, I don't think, I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure it's compromise is is what
1: you're it's, you're... it's about tolerance, I think, is what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Everybody's calling it. Okay, they're saying that if you get a little bit of something, but you, it, yeah, and you give a little something, you, you get a little wall, you get a little dreamer yeah. protection, What do you call that tolerance or do you call it compromise? Because the entire media ecosystem and all your friends are saying that the two parties should get together and compromise and make a deal. Or negotiate.
1: Yeah, yeah, but okay. So I don't. Okay, so I, I think you, people. You, who's, I think people who say that are still believing in people who are analyzing the data in such a way that says that hey, we're not doing an evil thing.
2: Yeah, they're doing things, something yes. in their self interest. So yes. I, I think people come to a, a position, right, and they right. state a position based off of their self interest, which they don't obviously think is 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 evil, right? If you do something that is in your own self interest, you don't inherently think of. My self interest is an evil self
0: interest. It. I. I don't eh, think that you, the purge. You don't yeah. think. You don't think. That, <laughs> you don't think that you're being a bad person. Yeah. But you do think that you are going to hurt people. Well, yeah. you just think it's fine to hurt those people. The purge. I, maybe that is. Maybe that is a, a
2: truth. Maybe they say you know for me to uh, look out for myself, these other people have to be hurt.
0: Um, yeah. That's. I think that's. A, I think that is a lot of what's going on. Yeah. And, but, I, and I look at that person who is being super duper duper self interested. At the expense of other people And I say to myself That is a bad thing to do
2: Okay But they don't For the don't sake of this argument I'm calling it evil Yeah Yeah But they don't say that's evil That's they, fine They don't have to Yeah but a person doesn't go into a, Like They don't go into a position and They say You know I'd, um, I'd like to inject some evil Into this thing <laughs> And then just See what you
0: do You know yeah, They don't do that That's, that's fine But on, on the two <laughs> sides Of this negotiation each both sides don't have to think that both sides are being evil. One side yeah. thinks the other side is being bad. The other side thinks the other side is being bad. And you have to come together, or do you have to come together? Well, you and, just you and have make to, something come up. Yeah, you have to. So I think you're evil. You think I'm evil. We both think we're good. Well, I don't think
2: it's like that at all. I, I think, think that I think that our self interests are not aligned, right? So the the whole point of compromise is to align our both self interests, right? So we both if, if that's what you think You should do Yeah well it
1: is the thing that You should do right you Well Johnny should- just said no Well <laughs> I think evil Is a very strong word there I mean yeah. I, I don't think I'm going to Sit across the table With someone who I think Is evil Okay what about And bad? try to compromise What about bad Well, well okay Bad well- maybe What I would rather Compromise or negotiate With somebody is Somebody who thinks um, There's a different solution Somebody who thinks But, that- you,
0: but you know that solution Will kill people well, Right, so let's, but, but that's a huge... How is that not evil or bad? And that
1: is a huge difference, right? So let me try to relate this to a personal life story kind of thing, right? So in my relationships, the one thing that really, really irks me is when I... My intent is good and I do something, but the result is something that pisses them off. And then they get mad at me and they can't believe what I did. And I'm like, well... I'm so sorry that happened I am truly sorry that it garnered this reaction And it had this consequence But you should understand that my intent Was obviously never to hurt you
0: Okay, and, but what I, if, what, what and, if and I tell I, you before you do it Hey, this will hurt me if, if you do it, and then you say no it won't Then you do it, then it does hurt me I, Like, I, I was right the whole time
1: I, I you, knew it was going to be that you way You were right the whole time My intent was not to hurt you mm. I told uh, you you would
0: though, and then you did it in the exact same way that I said you would and I feel why you hurt me
1: <laughs> <why> you <laughs> and, and I'd probably feel worse about that honestly you would but, but I think in the hearts of hearts <laughs> and I think in the heart of hearts it's like the intent was good the intent was good if there's some way to see crystal clear into somebody's soul and no, understand their intent
2: well okay you this, don't need to see his somebody's soul so, so let's I'd uh, like I, to, I'm saying that. Yeah, so, I disagree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanna I wanna yeah. take it out from the current time and place and try to think of let's say let's go back a couple thousand years, right? Always a
0: fan of Yeah, that. always a <laughs> fan of like
2: historical things, right? Riding a T Rex. Okay, so is that too too <laughs> far back? Is that too far back? That is a little too <laughs> far back. So I am um let's say village A and your village B, right? All right? Village A, right. Uh see I am a, a burgeoning chieftain, oh. right? <laughs> congratulations. And congratulations. We are we're in, we're in we're in Mexico somewhere, Mexico right I'm a burgeoning chieftain and and so are you, right? And so what we have done is I have created a system of canals, I have uh uh you know, set up and organized my my citizens uh and we have tapped out our agricultural land area. What I have is I have a burgeoning population that if I don't get more land for agriculture, these people are going to die. And I'm just a really good chieftain anyway. I see your area and I come up to you and I say you know, uh I could really use some of your land. I bet you think you could. I bet you think <laughs> I could. And so, you know, how do you do you do we compromise? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I mean, <laughs> well no, we don't compromise. we fight, but
1: Oh. Yeah. Well, well what why do you really I, mean no. have to fight? Why can't you compromise? Yeah, I, no, hey, okay. So y- this
0: is Wait, so you, is my army like way bigger than yours or, or comparable? Well, so this is If the it's thing, way like, bigger, I'll fight you. So so this is
2: kind <laughs> of the thing like you know, uh, I have, I'm doing something in my self-interest, mm-hmm. right, by yeah. trying to expand my territory. So, yeah. uh, And you would be doing something in your self-interest by either you trying to expand in mine or you trying to reject me. No, no. I think right. there's a
1: win-win there, which is you've been able to cultivate your land more successfully for some reason. Share that technology. Well, I didn't Share say that. more
2: successfully. I just said that I have cultivated it successfully. I didn't talk about Lance's
0: area. So it's, it's it's hot over here, man. It's great. <laughs> I, don't so, I don't know what y'all doing over yeah. in village. Hey, so, but in village beef, we over here popping bottles. <laughs> we so, dancing. <laughs> yeah. So
2: so I guess I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to get to a point where like my um objective reasoning is to do something in my self interest. I don't think it's you know I, I don't know if you would think that the people back then the guy mm-hmm. would think oh it's evil
0: for me to go and kill these people and take their land.
1: Back then, I wouldn't
0: they wouldn't think but, that, but, but what but, so you're telling me that there's a, a point in time where somebody didn't think that- murdering people was bad, well, but, so
2: I would say I this, did, they would they would go over there and. Take, their, take the other person's land Right
0: And then By Murder by kill right? Okay Yeah I And then they realize That murder is bad it, Yeah Is but, murder bad back home Well murder is bad back home Then it should be bad Where you are
2: Yeah but uh, Now I can grow my family You know ten times more Okay well you're a bad person Who did some stuff
0: Well that's, that's all of That's all human history And they're all bad people <laughs> okay. George Washington Started <laughs> yeah. founded the country And beat his slaves Unmercifully He was a bad person uh, well, out of the country Yeah but I'm talking Christopher about Christopher Columbus about, Cut off the America's hands He has a, a holiday He's I, a bad I'm person I'm talking about oh. agricultural Alright so, but I'm just you saying. about murder.
1: Murder is bad. That's an agricultural But, but Bo, I, I think your original uh, statement was false, then. You are not a good chieftain. You might be. No, no, it's not. Because, but I am a no, good no. chieftain. No, no, hold, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, it's not because you've allowed your people to surpass their means. You you should have done something to foresee that would happen and, and, and realize that, hey, you know what? Well, that is what I did. I did foresee that, and I decided to go pick evil.
2: Plans. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're an
1: evil chieftain. You're not a and my my point still holds true. And, that and you are and not. Even and if chieftain. I win, the history it, looks wins, back on yeah. it and says, "What a great chief! Both the great. <laughs> yeah, both the
0: great. Both great. <laughs> I mean, that's Genghis Khan or Christopher Columbus. Yeah, uh, well, not are, Christopher
1: Columbus. Uh, what, there who just, are evil, by the way. Okay, yeah. Well, but, my original statement stands. that's yep. just you are an evil chieftain.
0: Yes and no, right? Because uh, the, the whoever the president was that started the war with Mexico that killed all those people, and, but then also doubled the size of the United States, he's looked on as a great president. By the United States, still <laughs> <too Yeah>. evil. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, but the history books don't call him that. Yeah, but you yeah. don't
2: even know the guy's name, so that's fine. Chester Arthur.
0: Okay, I don't know that. That was that entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got a kick out of it. Yeah, I don't I'm know. just trying to I'm trying to figure out like do you, do, you, do you see what my question is though? Actually, I'm curious about that.
2: Well, so there was a saying that I remember growing up um, was you know if you were to drink something. You were to take a glass of milk and drink it, right? Um, but you put just a little bit of poison in it. Would you still drink it? How thirsty am I? Well, so, <laughs> so I mean, you're just as thirsty as you were before. Uh, If I'm the answer, is no Lance. <laughs> yeah, because you, you put a little, you put it, if there's enough poison in something to kill you, you're not going to drink any of it. The definition okay.
1: of poison, it will kill you. Oh, well, yeah. alcohol is the poison. Yeah, in this context. Yeah, in this Our context. Oh, is it a, okay, it's yeah. an lethal eye mark, drop of poison. One percent yeah. poison.
0: Is it it's a lethal amount. Well, yeah, is it enough to give me a buzz.
2: It's a lethal amount. I'll so the, drink it. Yeah. yeah, there you so, go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so that's kind of that was the saying. You know, yeah. you you if if something has just a n- why, why didn't you just start you know. with that bow. That doesn't yeah, make well, I don't even know it doesn't that. sense to me. <laughs> that <laughs> makes well, sense done. to you? That that brought it home for totally you? totally makes sense, man. <laughs> I think that's, me. It's a simplified. Just don't overthink it. It's yeah,
1: simplified. I think if you go back again. and listen to this again, that's that's going to be the answer to your original question yeah. right there.
0: I have, I have no idea. how I'm so lost <laughs> as <laughs> how that yeah. relates to anything.
1: Well,
2: you said you would not accept something that has a little bit of mm-hmm. evil in it. The evil yeah. is poison. Well, there you go. Right? Versus baseline, yeah. Yeah. So baseline is mm-hmm. milk. Someone that injects 1% evil into it, you're not going to take it. 80%. Evil's poison. You're okay, gonna- yeah. Can't take it.
0: Yeah, if I have the choice between drinking it's, nothing. It's not really a choice, though. That, that drinking whole nothing and, and not dying. Yeah. Um, drinking good milk yeah, and drinking poison milk, I would n- drink nothing. I would drink good milk, and I would not drink poison milk. <laughs> okay. Poison milk. <laughs> but that was my thing, though. But uh I have so, been hearing so many other people say that you should make the compromise, or that you sh- you have you have to give to get. <laughs> well, no, or that no. You, you know, but so but
1: that's only in the context of if yeah. you interpret the data as poison. Yeah, and I think that there's if you interpret it as poison, of course, I would not take one iota of this poison milk. But if I can interpret the data to deduct that this is not poison, this is in fact just something else, then yeah, I can tolerate one percent of it in my body or two percent of it or or whatnot. And the and original I, crux of this though is you. Are interpreting it as poison. Yeah, and I and I think yeah, yeah.
2: F- for me, what I hear out of this is, um, let's say you have two sides, you know, arguing with each other. The, um, was it the goal of it is at the end of the deal? You know, you it's beneficial to both parties in some way, right? If the idea is framed, or if the if the deal is framed in, in such a way where it's not at all beneficial to one of the parties. No, no. Then it, there can't be any. Compromise. No, even even
0: in the in the discussion, like ten percent of bad thing got put in, and ten percent. So it's by my from my perspective, ten mm-hmm. percent of a thing I don't like happened, and ten percent of a thing I do like happened. Well, that's okay. So like, uh, what's the rest? Of, what's the rest? Of the eighty uh, percent,
2: unchanged. Unchanged. Okay.
0: Or a baseline, and and I say to myself, I, the introduction of the ten percent bad thing, I I am increasingly thinking is not worth the addition of ten percent good thing. Okay, so that's.
2: Uh, that's almost like a. That's almost utilitarian, right? Because you, you, there is there is a math that you do, right? And it's kind of I'm almost like a, on a logarithmic scale, or you weight things differently. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, now know?
0: the different question, I might be more willing to accept 10% bad for like 40% good. There you there's, go. There's that's a, there, just what I was going to ask yeah, you. There's a, a, a sweet spot in there that I that I don't know, yeah. but it exists, which gets very problematic,
1: I think, once we relate it to um, real terms. That's that's, that's governing though That's governing In in, in real terms Being very personal terms Which is like um, Okay so you're not Going to allow Any percentage of murder What about A little bit of Percentage of sexual abuse You know That's where it gets Very slippery I think Well I'm going to go on As being very against Both of us Right The clear answer Is that you're against
0: It all (laughs) Yeah So but when you Talk in abstract terms But you know that As a sheriff As a governor Or whatever People will get murdered And people will get raped In your In your In your Exactly Area so yeah, and I, and I think that's part of governing or whatever. You're never going to get those numbers to zero. So I would accept accept in Finlandia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shout out to Finlandia.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, People are going to think that's a
2: real place. It's well, so Come Finlandia. Yeah, We're right now accepting.
1: It's right right near Botopia.
0: Botopia. <laughs> There's big walls around. Yeah, very far away from Patlandia, though. <laughs> yeah. Botopia doesn't don't, have walls. Don't worry. We Pat. We just Pat Pat doesn't impenetrable cliffs. Did and we? Okay. <laughs> Okay, so this, this just from my edification here, I would not take the 10%, 10% compromise. Johnny, would you take the 10% compromise? No, I, I would take 0%. Okay, but 10% good, 10% bad. You 10% something you want, 10% something you don't want. Do you, uh, do, you, do, you
2: do you do it? Okay, well, okay, so 10% something, so it's of equal value bad versus equal value good. Yes. Um, I can't on the face of it because there's, there's certain bad things that I reject all, all, all completely out, you know? Okay. All right. There we go.
0: I think that... But
2: but that's but that's a very abstract notion, right? We're an abstract podcast. This is all
0: ethereal. Like carbs. Okay. Well, thanks for that discussion. I really enjoyed that, getting you guys' perspective on things. I cut loose a little bit there. Okay. That's a good philosophical segment. Johnny, exit us out. Very appreciate that conversation, folks. Now get out of the
1: captain's ready room. Oh, God. Get back to work, folks.
0: Transfer of data is complete.
1: Alright, welcome back everybody. This is the Junto Show. I am Johnny. I am First Officer Bo. And Science Officer Lance. Alright. All right. Let's welcome everybody back to the Captain's Ready Room. The preferred place where the captain holds private discussions and or receives classified communications. Alright, let's talk about some classified stuff here today, guys. Ooh, classified. The topic I have in mind is something called the scarcity trap. Okay. You guys heard about
0: this before? Mm, no. uh, maybe. Maybe it's yeah. one of these things that I don't know the name mm. of it, but I'm familiar with the concept. All right, all right, so right, we'll see right. as we get into it.
1: So I heard it and learned uh, from it, uh, the NPR Hidden Brain podcast. Oh, uh, that's another. a good podcast.
0: I yeah. listen to them on occasion. The, the idea is,
1: in this case, um, so the, the scarcity trap could be explained as a theory that you know when you're really desperate for something, you can focus on it so obsessively... There's no room to think about anything else, right? So, if you're time starved, all you can think about is juggling time. When you are um, don't have much money, all you can constantly think about is making ends meet, mm-hmm. right? So, even though you take certain actions and behave in a certain way that helps in the short term, whatever's on your mind right now that's consuming you, it could lead to long-term problems in the future. So, the way I notice this sometimes is... Um, when there are folks who are making less money, not as well off, living paycheck to paycheck, trying to make ends meet, mm-hmm. let's say they do encounter a little bit of extra money. It doesn't seem like maybe they save the money. Instead, they may be splurging it on other stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't like where you're going with this, but we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll go with it. So, so, so maybe the scarcity trap is that mental understanding because I I do kind of understand it too, which is my assumption was, hey, if I'm living paycheck to paycheck, I've got to live for the here and now. So, if I have a little extra money, let me spend it on the here and now. That's my behavior pattern. That's that's my short-term thinking, I don't mean that negatively either. That's just a fact of life. I need to make this thing work today and survive. So let me go spend it.
2: Right. So I do have a counterpoint to that yeah. type of thinking, was specific to finances. Okay. But you know, I I do think the scarcity trap is a real thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have something, or you know, you have a problem in your life, it does tend to kind of dominate. At least my thinking. But I <laughs> just don't get w-
0: what the trap is,
1: though. Like, what is the trap part of it? So the uh, a better example, probably. Oh, oh God, <laughs> sorry, Captain. <laughs> Fire a tor- a <laughs> photon torpedo. <laughs> 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 and it was just a Ferengi. Who cares about them? So the uh, the episode actually had a pretty good example where it was inter- interviewing this lady. Uh, she's out of a job, you know, the debt's running up. She has a kid or two or some of like that, and so she signs up for a credit card. And so the credit card has a credit limit. So, I e maybe you can interpret that as like, hey, I've I've got extra spending money now, and she spends it on a whole bunch of stuff that she needs, like right then and there. Mm-hmm. Right, but the long term impact is oh, now she smacks out her credit card, and she didn't realize she needed gas next week. She, you know, she was just thinking too short term there. When she could have spread it out a little bit, like she didn't need to buy all that stuff as soon as she got that credit card. She should have only bought exactly what she needed, and then saved that credit limit so that she can then afford gas the next week, and then the week after that something else to keep things going. Right, but because she spent everything right then and there, maxed out the credit limit. And therefore, now she's again out of luck with. So, so
0: was this like? Is the scarcity trap a a discussion about how messed up the system is that people are so poor, or is it a was it no, being framed it, as a moral failing on people?
1: No, not even. It, I'm not sure if it's a failing. Even it's just a understanding of where people come from, right? All
0: so, right. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know. Like, mm, I, I I don't think I don't know what I'm getting out of this, but uh. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> well, so
1: I think the greater context is why do people think short-term only sometimes? And why do some people think long-term as well? I think,
0: right. I, so I think that I, – I just wish there was a better example. I need one of your famous analogies, Johnny. Because <laughs> what I'm hearing, I'm hard, I'm having a hard time seeing it as anything other than like why are people putting out – the fi- their house is on fire. Why are they putting out the fire instead of investing in uh, flame-proof uh, w- walls? But it's like, well, your house is on fire right now. Like, Put the fire out. You have to put the fire out. And then you can worry about long-term planning for future fire preventions precip- pre- pre- after you have extinguished the current fire. And that's what I'm hearing. But I feel like that's not what I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I-,
1: I think that's a little bit of the essence of it. You're, you're so focused on the short-term putting out the fire that if there's any... Um, unintended consequences from that, like it's just not even on your radar. you can't fix the wiring because the house, like I don't know, but like okay, but you have to put the fire out. <laughs> well,
2: well, so, um, I, I think I'm going to challenge your first analogy, right? Oh, this an analogy. The analogy was, if you come into some money, you, you know, instead of putting that money towards your future planning, you you spend it out in one lump sum. Mm-hmm. And so there's another book that I've been reading. It's called misbehaving and it's by uh forget his first name, but it's like Richard Thalen. And he's a guy, he's one of the founding people of behavioral economics. Right. Mm-hmm. And so one of the the big sections, the big things he talks about is mental accounting. So what you do is you, you're you going along and, and he says, everybody does this and, and I kind of do this and, you know, and it, it kind of makes sense. And what you do is you say, I have this bucket of money, I have this bucket of money, I have this bucket of money, right? And if I, if I have like, let's say my entertainment budget, right? Mm-hmm. And he did, he did uh, socioeconomic studies on this kind of stuff where let's say, uh, you know, you, uh, what is it called? Essentially, oh man, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the the exact, the exact thing, but if people perceived that that bucket of money uh, was used up, they wouldn't, like, if, if they perceived their bucket of money for going to see a movie or something was used up, and then they got some extra money, um, they wouldn't go see a movie.
0: Oh, oh okay, interesting. Yeah,
2: so, so what would happen is, like, the you coming into all this money, if you, it's not part of these buckets of money uh-huh. that you were, were going to spend, so it just goes to, like, leisure.
0: But uh, Okay, so you the know. average person doesn't, Doesn't use bucket. Doesn't um, file their money away in categories like they should.
2: You you mentally do it, mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So you mentally say something like, "Okay, this week I am going to spend so much money on gas or some of that." And if you and if that bucket of money, you know, hasn't been spent, or you get a whole extra money, you you put it into like leisure or something like that.
1: Uh, I feel like I want to counter that one, Bo. Okay, I don't think people in general budget. I think you do a I little I think it's a fallacy. I, so uh,
0: I don't have any studies on it, but the, the thing I've been seeing is that people have been saying that, like uh, poor people's problem is that they don't budget properly. And then I saw a social commentator, probably a PhD, I don't know, a social commentator, push back saying that poor people budget the most because they have so little and then they, every, when every penny counts, you really have to look at where it's going. And, and so like that is a fallacy that people say. So since we're all pushing back, I want to push back on <laughs> a thing from three points ago okay. where um, <laughs> uh, a thing that seen, i see, don't, and I don't know that you guys necessarily fell into it this time, but I, it bugs me so much, I want to say it, that people uh, hate, on, especially in America, we hate on poor people who when they get a little extra money or whatever, they buy shoes or like a steak dinner instead of saving their money. And that is like a problem with the underclass in America. But I, in a book I read called, um, I think it was called Eviction. And it was like, a, you know, about how people keep getting evicted and it's a problem in America. They were saying like if a person who makes minimum wage saves and saves and saves um, and and doesn't have any splurging and, dis, and like uh, just pays the bare minimum for everything and eats ramen noodles all year or whatever, they might save like an extra $500 at the end of a year or something like that. It, but your quality of life has been so bad that entire time that it's barely any type of enjoyable existence to do so and then at the same time if you do save that money up then some unexpected exp- expense will probably just pop up and then it's gone and then all that hard work just went away for nothing so like if it makes you feel gives you a little bit of enjoyment in life to do something to to, to treat yourself in that one time then like it's a reasonable choice I'm butchering it. it's a reasonable choice to make because like it, I don't know you'll be miserable otherwise then <laughs> it doesn't make a difference either way so Crap! I'm butchered.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah, I think we're pushing this whole segment here. Right. No, I think this is great. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's an interesting discussion. It's right. always times we can always reclaim the conversation. So with that one, Lance. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm a low income person, mm-hmm. barely making ends meet. I'm, I'm making, like every paycheck, just enough to satisfy the bills that are due, right? And let's say I get a tax refund this year, two thousand bucks. Nice. Is it okay for me to spend that two thousand bucks on a Disney vacation, or should I save that two thousand bucks for a rainy day?
0: Mm, that's up to you, and I, I don't I don't judge you either way. Now, if it like so, if oh, it's judging in such a negative way of like that's what, I, but that that is what I perceive the most. A lot of people in society doing. They look at a poor person in a bad neighborhood with nice shoes and they say that person shouldn't be doing that. So I
1: agree with you, Lance, on that one. So, like that, so again, judgment has a negative term. Is there a way to have this conversation and dissect this situation without the judgment in it? Yes. Is there a way to talk about this situation in a way that's like objectively this is the more... Um, the, the, We're the, trying to end poverty. I saying, mean, right? no, I, right. I think Johnny
0: Johnny thinks that there is a right answer, and the right answer is not to go to an objectively correct answer. And the correct answer is not to go to Disney World.
1: I, I, I'm honestly inquiring in this thing. I'm keeping. I'm trying to keep an open mind this one and try yeah. to say no judgment in this thing. Mm-hmm. What is a proper way? Does it just depend purely on what is your, go- the, is the, your the goal, goal? Is your goal to have an right. enjoyable life? Exactly. Yeah. What's the goal? So well, maybe yeah. If that's you, everything, right? You, your, yeah, your money follows your priorities, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So maybe if you can give your child the best day of their life, I think that might be worth it. Yeah, because you're going to struggle one way or the other.
2: If you're if you're kind of looking in, you know, you're in a poverty situation, right? And to get out of that poverty situation, you need to invest so much money into, I guess, your future, your training, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Then you know that two thousand dollars would go towards you know some kind of training. Assuming so, you so, had
0: a reasonable. Uh, belief that yeah. you could get, escape said poverty. So yeah. l- let's make it a little more. Two thousand um, dollars probably ain't gonna do it, but maybe. It, was, maybe for it some would people. go. To- I am just saying, mm-hmm. it goes towards it, right? You put you are you are working
1: towards a goal. So let's make it a little more individualistic. This person, me, don't have a kid, right? Don't yep. currently do not have a kid. I have five hundred bucks extra. It's been a rough year for me, um, and I just want to go to Disney. I think it'd be fun. It'd be a fun to go splurge in a super fancy restaurant that I never ever ever get to go to and try some good food and spend the 500 bucks and then a month later my car breaks down i need 500 bucks to fix it and i'm like man this is horrible life sucks did i make the right decision um no i
0: guess <laughs> yeah maybe if you think you did is it more okay so if here's a better uh, similar question right so you go to disney world no no wait so you get your 500 bucks and then you save it and you get hit by a bus and then you're in the in the, in the hospital, uh, about to die, and you think to yourself, "Man, I wish I had gone to Disney." Yeah, sure. Or
1: yeah. more likely, my car breaks down, mm-hmm. and I need the 500 bucks to fix it.
0: So, the uh, again,
1: I'm I not I'm not trying to predispose the conversation at all. I, mm-hmm. One answer could be very much no. We should have gone to Disney because life is hard. Enjoy life.
0: I don't think it's the right the answer. Is what well, you should do what you what you want to do because do, do do I go
1: to Disney? And then take away my right to complain about it later on because no. I said, "Hey, I made a choice, I a conscious decision to say I wanted to enjoy that day, knowing that there could be a bad outcome later on in the future."
0: You're going to so that, so
1: therefore, I should not complain about it.
0: A person on the margins like that is going to struggle no matter what, and like a one an extra month of stability in the long term, I don't think it. You're going to always be struggling once you're if you're. In that 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 level of, of income or whatever. So if you can find some joy, take it because so say you you save the money or whatever. So like it'll be so I think the, the the mindset of that person is like, okay, if it's not my car breaking down, it'll be somebody needs to borrow some money. Like that money is going to evaporate one way or the other. It's never just going to sit there for like a rainy day. It's going to evaporate. So maybe I can evaporate it and then actually enjoy my life a little bit. Or I can just let it sit and then t- take care of a thing and then just be struggling. Like, I'm struggling. In, in, in two months, I'm struggling either way That's I, how it works. I,
1: I'm not – statistics show that you are correct, I think, Lance. Right? Statistics show that once you fall, probably in the poverty, that you're going to be stuck there unless the institution – Or you've been there the whole time. Or, you, or you've been there, right. So outside of your control, to a degree, the institution needs to change in order for you to come out of it, right? But now I'm talking from a very personal perspective. You know, my parents came here with nothing, raised four kids, and now we're pretty well off. So there are ways to climb out of poverty. Mm-hmm. It just takes
2: long, extended periods of sacrifice, essentially. Well, It's, it's see, not,
0: it's no, in, in this one specific example, Any least, individual person right. can do it, but... So talk, isn't that the lesson there, then? No, no, that's not the lesson. That, it, any individual person can do it, but when you start talking about populations of tens of millions of people, which is the current population of the, the impoverished in America, it doesn't become a personal failing on the part of tens of millions of people. It is a systematic problem yeah. once it affects that that many people.
1: And, and I, I think we already acknowledged that the problem of poverty will not be solved by all individualistic actions. It requires the government or the institution to change its way to help. I think we well, do you can think... concede that point, but is there not also now, not talking about the brakes, but talking about the tires, it's kind of like saying, hey, isn't there also individualistic responsibility to, yeah, any... to not splurge and lift myself up over time?
2: I don't think everybody who's... I don't think that 10 million people in poverty, I think it's kind of like a, a cyclic thing, right? So, like, if you're... in all the people that are in poverty, 10 years ago, there may be 10 million of them, but a portion of that people, the people got out of poverty, right?
0: I, I, I don't think so. America actually, among all the nations in the world, has one of the lowest possibilities of working your way out of poverty. Like The number one determinant of your socioeconomic status in America is the yeah. socioeconomic status you were born into. uh, A caste system Yeah, basically, and we used to talk about it If you're born in poverty in America, you stay in poverty More than other countries
1: So I think that's a very interesting conversation to have Which is not the one we're having in the Captain's Writing Room From a macro perspective Yes, there's an institutional change that requires I'm talking about a little bit more about the individualistic person now Well, yeah Do do we talk to an individual that is in the poverty uh, segment And say, hey, don't change your ways just you know wait till the institution changes or fight for the institution and change but don't change your ways or do we give the advice to the individual person hey you should probably um
0: find way to lift yourself out of the system lift yourself up and my advice to anybody is to do what's best for you and your family yeah
1: i mean i think i agree but there's with a, there's a responsibility actions. there right there's a responsibility <laughs> that the individual takes it's
0: yeah, sure. Everybody has the responsibility to do what's best for them and their family. Okay. Or the world, but <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to stop there. You didn't want to stop there. Did but you? I think in in practice, it'll be do what's best for you and your family.
2: Yeah. So maybe this may be a, a tangent, and hopefully, I don't get into a deeper yeah. conversation with this. Do you think that?
0: Hopefully, I don't get into a deep conversation. Yeah, yeah. that's all, all right. we do, man.
2: <laughs> okay. Do you think that? Do you think that poverty is something that? Can't be eliminated.
0: I think it can be eliminated if you try to, and America does not try to. Okay,
2: it does not want to. So, what do you think, Johnny? Think poverty would can't be eliminated?
0: Or can't? No, no, I, think I don't it, know I, about eliminated. Yeah, reduced greatly.
1: Okay, sure. I think it'd be eliminated slash reduced greatly for sure. Okay, but I think me and Lance would probably differ on if there's a sliding scale between one end of the spectrum being it's entirely and totally and only up to the institution. To do it, or the other inspection, which is, it's totally entirely up to the individual to do it, and and therefore the institution has no responsibility to lift you, help you lift out of the system. I think where me and Lance falls on inspection would be different.
0: There is no mechanism by which the average, like a minimum wage person, or excuse, I don't say no mechanism, but vanishingly few and very difficult mechanisms by which a, a minimum wage person can get out of poverty. Like you can't, you don't make enough money to afford school, and let alone if you have to. Like, and if you're one of these people, you are probably surrounded by other people like that. So you're pooling your resources that, that are barely making it. And if any one of your friends falls behind, then you're supporting them. And if any one of your relatives falls behind, or your God forbid, somebody gets sick, like you're always on that hamster wheel, and you could never save up enough in order to. But, you, uh, you, like you can't, you can't get so, a house. You're uh, paying uh, ex- exorbitant uh, rent. Rent are going through the roof.
1: And uh, don't get me wrong. I, don't, I this is not meant to drive and point out the fact that there's a huge gap between where we are at, Lance, me and you, right? I think the the, the, the spectrum difference between me and you is not that far apart. Mm-hmm. Mm. But for every story you tell, <laughs> <laughs> for every story you tell like that, I could probably count another story that hey, here's an immigrant that came over with absolutely nothing. That's the problem. Though. And
0: now they've been raised up. The problem. The problem is it is not an individual thing. Again, when you're talking about population, yes, any any expect any um exceptional person can make it any exceptional person but but you shouldn't have to be exceptional to make it work
1: i don't, I don't understand the why you have to add the word exceptional there and i
0: would say any person can do it no nah. no because you there are people not everybody has the intelligence to be uh, to go to college not everybody has um the physical ability not everybody has you know, a position where they can dedicate time to schooling because they have to take care of their family, their their ailing parents, a, a sick person, or God forbid they got let in their... Like, there's a lot of different things that account for a person's capability or excess time to better themselves. So you can't say, oh, like, go to school and make it... Like, no, not everybody is going to go to school, nor should we have a system where the only people that can make it work are people that go to school or do whatever. It should be a system whereby... Even an average person can survive, and we have failed to do that as in the last decades of America. Yeah,
1: I, I agree at a macro level. Agreed. Uh, I think
0: I agree with both of you guys. So. Yeah, well,
2: there you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think both
0: you guys are one hundred
2: percent right. Yeah, you know, no one's. It, what you is you know. the disagreement? I actually don't know what the disagreement both, is per se. What is the disagreement? Here? Well, so I, so first I think, officer, I help us, like us there, out. I feel right? like there is one. Yeah. So <laughs> I think uh, I I wonder if you guys maybe you are talking past each other. So, you know, That's I think true. I am talking behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I think what uh uh what Lance is saying is is very true that you can scrimp and save as much as you want, but there um, you know, one bump in the road can be devastating and put you behind the eight ball for a very long time. And I think Johnny's also exactly right that you know, the whole if you are going to get uh, and if you're going to improve your station in life, it's not going to be on anyone else. It's going to be on you.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, I do agree with that. And
2: so, you know, I think that in a sense, y'all are both right. Like you have a person that's, you know, um, let's say everybody in the America is trying to improve their station. And so like uh, I think someone born with less resources and uh, surrounded by a lot of people with less resources, if they, you know, have a sick family member and stuff like that, it makes it so that they basically are stuck in their socioeconomic uh, place for much longer, even though they have the best of intentions, even though they have the, the best of, uh, uh, of meaning. And even though they try as hard as they can. So I think it's kind of, you know, I think it's, uh, coming about it from, from two different ways.
1: Um, but I think y'all are... But I agree with both you guys. Well stated, Bo. Hopefully. Man, <laughs> you are ready for your own captainship. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm putting in the recommendation to the Admiral. Okay. First chance. The new starship's available. Hopefully, Hopefully. they got cookies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> talking about cookies in the background. <laughs> I got the cookies. So I don't know.
1: I've been into cookies lately. That's my dessert of choice. Cookies and milk. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, hope you uh, enjoyed and uh, followed that uh, Captain's Red Room discussion
2: that is complete good without the negative consequences well, so, i mean so, so i think that, that was,
1: Bo, i think both was saying a president would have to compromise and in the act of compromising there may be some negative effects there but he's willing to live with that because there'll be a greater good in the end mm. so you're saying kind of
2: uh, yeah, kind of I, I just didn't know if like so the president can let's say go down to venezuela and then overthrow that little country right Venezuela is not a little country, Ugh. but they can, they can, you know, set up a coup or something like that, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Coming soon, by the way. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so I don't, I, I I personally don't think that's a a good way to go about it, but the the Venezuelan country is obviously kind of going along a path that it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. If the president does, you know, overthrow that country, uh, in the end, I guess it is good, but...
0: No, nah, 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 nah. That's not good. Not good? Well, I'm very anti-overthrowing countries. <laughs> And also, the uh, the reason that Venezuela is so poor and people are so, are doing so bad over there, a big part of the reason is because of crippling economic sanctions put on by the United States and the uh, the world. Probably really, sort of. that's where you going in this conversation. As he brought it up, I, I, and it's a thing I only learned recently is that, like, you know, everybody's saying that Venezuela is is in such dire straits and it's doing so bad, and it's because of yeah. the socialism, or whatever, and that's part of it, but a big other part of it that nobody ever seems to mention. Is that we have put crippling sanctions on them. Good.
1: Yeah, we're trying to uh, get rid of the Maduro regime. No, it's a
0: dictator's regime that is causing harm to his own people. The harm is being caused by us blocking their food and resources. Yeah. I
2: mean, there's probably, it's, there's so, probably see, two things to it, right? Yeah. So, like, Maduro is probably actually doing some bad stuff, right? Yes. And then we're like, okay, since you're
1: doing bad stuff, we're going to hurt everybody. <laughs> so, so, so what are our options, though? What are yeah, yeah, our yeah. options, though? Do nothing, economic sanctions, military might. What else do we have to affect yeah. change in the Venezuela?
0: I'm, I'm, talking, I'm talking upstream of the issue of what you're seeing as, as being the, the country being in trouble. Upstream of that is us. Like, they would be in less trouble. I, like, to the point where we wouldn't need intervention. Okay, so let's, like we, we, so, we want so let's go it, in this hypothetical We want war. it to seem like they need to be uh, regime changed, and that's why we have done the harsh sanctions that we've done. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Like I, we are we are a big part of the problem. They yeah. wouldn't... It wouldn't be a hellhole. Wow,
1: we are so fundamentally far apart on this concept right here.
0: I mean, have you looked into it?
1: I know some things about it. I mean, I believe in economic sanctions. We should do sanctions on the countries that are oppressing their people. The, the, well, what's not, the, the, the not to the like san- about the that? The sanctions
0: aren't on because they're oppressing their people. The sanctions are on is because he, the the president of Venezuela, put big taxes on the oil reserves.
1: I understand that concept, but how do you affect the change? At the end of the day, we're a nation trying to affect what, the change. What is our to be changed? Nation. That the people are suffering over there.
0: The people are suffering because not we,
1: because of our economic sanctions. The people are suffering because of the Dictatorish rule. No, no. I, yes, I, if he would, it's chicken and egg scenario. No, it's not at all. Not at all. That's he caused the problem, and we're trying to affect the change on it. I disagree. Yeah. Um, or yeah. the the fra- it, 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 so obviously Mara, everything is, is it's, a, fa- a function uh, of. it's two only chicken and egg if the economy was fantastic and we put economic sanctions on them for no
0: reason. That's part of what that's. It, so the economy wasn't fantastic. Like they were a, a oil monopoly company. Like a big part of their economy was based on oil, and then they when were the, the OPEC group. Uh, I, I don't know about all that, but. But once the price of oil like went in half or whatever, then that really did uh, harm them because they were so oil-based. But then also what happened was that he – I mean the president of uh, Venezuela increased the amount of money that the, the government was taking from the sale of oil. Mm-hmm. And that – if if you look at the American history from every uh, – we, we went to
1: – I know America yeah. has a horrible history so their of, uh, was that, of their
0: yeah. member country of okay. OPEC.
1: Yeah. Well, we were in. Uh, yeah, I understand we have a horrible history there. Okay. The fact remains, we need to do something just because we failed
0: so many times or made errors, the mistake doesn't mean we don't try again. Though. They're not mistakes. It is a purposeful policy of overthrowing countries, like we overthrew Iraq because uh, Saddam Hussein was trying to uh, mess with the oil. Yeah. So, like, in uh, I know it's based on incorrect facts, but let's say um, it's, it's, it's not, the the power players know what they're doing. I'm not, don't conv- no, don't don't be yeah. fooled that they don't. That they, that they are trying to be altruistic. They are protecting the the the, glo- the, the multinational corporations' and that's, assets. And I'm and
1: i and I'm not naive enough to think that they are doing this for 100% altruistic causes, but when the cause of altruistic aligns mm-hmm. with um, other economic needs, then, oh, right. But the fact remains, countries under dictatorships like that or pose a threat to the United States have to be dealt with.
0: One, they don't pose a threat to us. And two, I'm not convinced that... I'm convinced that a, a much bigger chunk of the suffering that is being experienced in that country is due to the actions of the United States right. than than you are.
1: Well, you are entitled to your opinion. I, I I see the United States doing economic sanctions on other countries like Russia, like Iran. That's um, say, good? You know, we we need to turn the screws on them to affect the change we want them to do. It's, it's, it's hurting the people though. What other mechanisms do we have to affect the change? We can't just. Oh hey, free trade everywhere. Iran, go ahead, go for it. I'm not, um, I'm not
0: convinced that they would need the, the, the to be changed if it wasn't for what we are doing to them. Is my point. Like it wouldn't be a perfect country, but like if you look at America's stats on what we do to our people, somebody should be coming over here and overthrowing us. Like we we incarcerate more people than regressive regimes in China, in Russia, in Venezuela. Like a bigger percentage of our population is in prison. For various reasons, we have a higher poverty rate than a lot of other countries. People are dying and going bankrupt because they don't have health care. So, like, for us to be this judgmental country that's going around uh, overthrowing governments because they're bad or whatever, like, it's, especially in the case of Venezuela for the sake of discussion for where, South
2: American countries right a Republic kind of thing
0: well I, thought, I don't even think it's. I mean I don't want to speak too much on it I, I don't know exactly how bad it was but I know some information I came into recently brought it to my attention that a big part of why there's such hardship in Venezuela is because the, the United States and our friends in the global stage sure. have made it you, you at, can say
1: the same thing with North Korea
0: no, no North Korea is different <laughs> we
1: have like gigantic sanctions on them and that's why the people can't free trade but we have sanctions on can't them. trade as much North, free trade.
0: North Korea is, is a whole different thing like, why a, is that different because uh, North Korea is a much more regressive repressive regime than, than okay Venezuela. so
1: we're gonna judge the amount of repression on the people now uh, yeah. Madura you're not so bad we'll live with you Assad just tone down the chemical weapons bud uh, North Korea oh no 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 too far too far buddy yeah, no, like, it's crazy. I, I, that that's a very dangerous moral slope to be on.
0: Am i pay uh, Bo? I, I
1: Well, I, I think I, I kind of feel
2: like y'all are both wrong, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> good, good. You know, I, oh, yeah. and I don't know where the the right, complete right answer is, but I want to say that, you know, you know Johnny's right that you're really limited in your options and, and the episode right there. So like. <laughs> You you have uh what is it, right? You have a country like Iran, right? That we'll pick on some Middle Eastern country Middle Eastern country X. And what they do is they have a policy where essentially they're extremely repressive to the female population, right? And so we say, Hey, you know, we're not going to lend any of our money to you guys until you pass laws or or do something to improve the um uh, uh, how the women are treated in your country—I don't know the right word to say—is that that inadvertently hurts everybody. But you're kind of like, well, you know, these are the policies, and and if you are going to do business with the United States, you have to have certain uh, ways that you're going to treat the population, right? Mm-hmm. As far as it would. Respect to Venezuela, I actually don't know how bad Maduro is over there. I'm sure he's probably not the best person in the world. Yeah,
0: that's fair enough. You know, uh, I think he's, I think he's like a, maybe a below average world leader. I don't think he's in the bottom ten percent.
2: Well, I mean, I don't think he's as far as everything I've seen from. From what it is, is he's, uh, is he's not, he's not. I don't think he's that high. I think he's much lower than. I think there's on. worse. I think
0: di- he's on the b- very bottom. I almost. think there's yeah. worse dictators right. with less oil sure. who are not worried about going
1: yeah. to overthrow. Yeah. There are yeah. worse murderers out there. Yes, you're right. Sure, but murdering is murdering. Bad is bad. Evil is evil. We're not going to put up with any evil. We just talked yeah. about that too. And he, is I'm not going to put up with any negative evil. Yeah, Saudi so, so, Arabia's over
0: there be- beheading their people. Or whatever. Like, you- I'm just saying this. The, the reason that we, that. One, the reason that we're talking about going over there is because of their oil reserves. Yeah, I mean, I,
2: I think I agree with that sure. completely. And yes. and I think that that is wrong. But I think that, you know, if we have in this group of people, we're saying, okay, we're going to do business with some external force, right? We're going to do business with your neighbor down the street, right? And we find out your neighbor is doing some kind of shady stuff. We say, hey, you know, we don't like, you know, the vibe that you're uh, you're putting off. I don't know exactly the right word. We don't like you. Um, creepy. Yeah, you're creepy. Uh, we're not going to do business with you, mm-hmm. and so that event, that hurts his household. But I think that we can say we're not doing business because of these policies. So if you change these
0: policies, it, 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 it's more like it's more like I sliced your your tires, and and I also locked you in your house so that you couldn't go out and get groceries, and then I call child services on you because your kids are starving. That's what's happening.
2: No, I'm not Bad sure analogy. about it completely <laughs> yet. I've got if, one. If I've they're got jailing, one. they're jailing and killing journalists, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, you know, you don't want to do a business with a country that does that kind of stuff. Is Except
0: that, for I mean. Saudi Arabia, Russia. I'm not <laughs> I mean, you probably United. don't want to do business with these countries. Yeah. Either. I'm not but, the United but, States is but perfect. We, but either. we're doing that though. Yes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say every relationship is. Yeah. We should you know, put sanctions on uh, Saudi Arabia. Complex, but yeah.
0: We, we should. We should. But at the same time, though, you can't. You can't put sanctions on Saudi Arabia. And then make it and make it so that people are starving, and then say we need to go take you over because your people are starving. I'm saying we have to take them <laughs> over.
1: We're, we're just saying, hey, Maduro, you got to go. You're bad for your people.
0: That's, okay, we're we're about to go over, and and they've already somebody's already tried to kill this Maduro guy, like. Uh, wait, aren't yeah. there two presidents in Venezuela? Is that, the, is that that country? Yeah, that's a pre- country. Pre- and yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> Have you written up all this stuff, man? <laughs> that's a Guaido thing. There's so much going on. Juan so like, Guaido
1: is the interim Guaido. president that we were backing right now. Yeah, exactly. So, like,
0: yes. while you're over there saying that, you know, we're not trying to take over the place, we're, we've already backed the coup that's going was, on over there. So, yes. like, <laughs> it's... It's, it's already in motion.
1: I, and I think it's part of our responsibility to do so. Nah, man. We'll yes. say we uh, we're, and we're that's where I And that's where I think you're Yeah, Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my stance in the role of a, of a government is different from you, your all's.
0: No, I'm, I'm saying that we caused this problem, and now we're trying to go I disagree fix it. with that. Well, look, look into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right uh, well, I'll,
1: I'll give one more analogy since we're throwing out analogies a little bit. The way I view the situation is, let's say the three of us are in a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Waiting on it. Yeah, friendship forever <laughs> right so clearly we're on the same side we're on the same team here okay okay I thought one of us was a zombie no 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 one of us was pro zombie no no all, <laughs> all three of us are uh, are alive and fighting for our survival okay right we come across this one dude and, and we're starving okay so we're starting to run out of food and, and uh, supplies we come across this one dude and we know that he is um, trapping humans like luring them in and then killing them right and cannibalizing them. that's actually one of the plot points anyways so so this person is murdering people and eating them, right? Should we not do something about that? But, hey, just it just so happens he does have a pantry full of food too, right? So as we make a decision, hey, should we do something and save the innocent bystander who keep on falling for his trap? I would say maybe yes, right? It would be a good discussion between the three of us, but I would say maybe yes, we need to do something about that. As long as it is rooted in the right mm-hmm. reasons, let's go take care of that guy and then we'll help ourselves to the pantry, well, how does he get his food in his pantry? That's the
2: first question. Right? <laughs> so so going through this, I would yeah. be like, I would be tempted to be like, learn his secrets and then off him. Right?
0: <laughs> or just like a uh, time up.
2: Right. I mean, you're going hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Safe space, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Nobody will listen to this. Okay. Well, I see the numbers. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> Just in that, man, in that in hypothetical, I don't know. It's, it's so removed from anything that I don't know that it's useful. But, yeah,
2: it's totally useful. But totally but pertinent. I, I don't know that I would... In, in the zombie- You're
1: making the argument that we're doing that just for the resources. I'm saying we, let's try to focus on doing it for the right reasons and then yeah. have to go Food in. Food pantry is oil. Maduro is
2: guy-offing people.
0: Yeah, but... Which is true. It's like we created a zombie apocalypse to get this guy... Look, I'm going to send you a podcast. If I send you a podcast about this, would you listen to it? Yeah, of course. Okay, all right. Yeah. And then with that, That's what we're doing. I, I would will, I will be curious because it really convinced me uh, that that we are a bigger... I won't say the entire problem or whatever because they, they the oil prices went down and I'm sure this dude is, is bad or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's underappreciated. Just, just keep in mind, if he has
1: resources to help his people, right there, for him to do something with, he's got the money and he's got the resources and supplies to do something to help his starving... Population and he doesn't do something that he, is he wrong. can't.
0: That's my whole point. He has the food across that oh, bridge. Oh, you talking about the zombie dude. I'm talking about no, God no. God. I'm talking
1: about Mandora. He, ha- we, United States have.
0: Nah, that's that's, that's propaganda. That's propaganda too. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm sorry. If I'm hungry and there's food over there, and you call it propaganda, give me the propaganda. Okay. It's, it's if from, I'm hungry, it's, my it's, my it's, population is starving. Kids are dying. Kids are underweight. What's and the there's country food we went right to? There.
0: with the uh, Pinochet? Uh, what Chile? Chile. Okay, so so during the the yeah. Chilean Revolution or whatever, like they, the United States uh, brought weapons into. I'm not the saying p-
1: we ever done anything wrong. <laughs> I'm saying the fact remains there are people starving in his country and he's not doing. And the anything fact about
0: remains it. that the United States sends weapons to the to the opposition in these in these food uh, deliveries and things like that. And the fact remains that they need food to be delivered to, to them because we have stopped. The international uh, trade of their number one export because we want to, to take it over. I'll, I'll do some more fact finding, but I don't think this is a case of chicken and the egg. It's it's look. I don't want to make it seem like it's one to one. Like this is the only reason yeah. that they're in a bad situation is because of us. But my, my my whole point is that it's underreported and I think under uh, less understood than it should be by the American populace. That a big reason why Venezuela is "quote unquote" such a hellhole is as a direct result of things we have done to intentionally make it so, so that we can go in and be the and, and take o- take over their oil. Yeah. They say it out loud; like you can listen to the hearing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm,
1: I'm sure there are people who say that I mean, people you, you, in power,
0: like this, I'm not, I'm not the, the same people that that did Iran Contra yeah. are running are in the Trump administration right now. Like L- Elliot Abrams and these other people who have taken over these other countries in South America, the exact same people. <laughs> are now in the Trump administration doing the exact same stuff. So, like, I hear you. We, we make mistakes. It's not it's, a mistake. Doesn't mean we don't try ever again, though. It's not, see, it's not a mistake. It is a per, it is a policy that is being done on purpose. It's not a mistake. It is this is these people's worldview that this is what should happen and that they're doing it on purpose. It's not a mistake. Yeah. I, I disagree. <laughs> right, we'll, we'll, we'll follow up on I'm seeing the thing. I'm seeing the thing. All right, uh, I've seen things too. <laughs> no, no, I, I will send you the thing. Oh, okay. okay. I will send you the thing. Gotcha. Okay, I think that's probably about it. So, where else would you man? Better. <laughs> that's what this conversation is supposed to be. <laughs>
1: Majora should be replaced by Liam Neeson. No. <laughs> okay. Well, at least he'd probably actually do better. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson ain't <made> answer.
0: <laughs> the population should go down, though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> People would be taken left and right. All right. Uh, so take us out of the Captain Freddy. County, folks. Uh, let's uh,
1: call off the red alert and let's get down to ten four and have some drinks, guys.
0: Transfer of data is complete. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, please leave us a five star review on iTunes or provide us feedback at a uh, show at juntoshow dot com or at junto show pod on twi- Twitter. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Please spread the word to your friends. Uh, thank you for listening. We really really appreciate you. Please also visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash junto show okay and until then we'll see you on the next junto show signing off i'm Lance. i'm johnny and i'm peace